Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Hannah Jones, wife, daughter, journalist and professional fatty. Someone who's been overweight her entire life and has just had weight loss surgery. You're listening to my new podcast, Heavy, a place for my big and thin friends to tell their stories about incredible weight loss or how they finally found their happy, whatever size that is. And I'll also get to talk to some of the experts who helped them get there. So come on in, grab whatever you want to eat or drink, wear elasticated trousers if you want to. I promise, absolutely no judgments in my house. Kieran Goff is a super slimmer. He's also one of the top 90 Slimming World consultants in the UK. What's super interesting about him is the fact that he's put on loads and loads of weight. Although he lost um, half of his body weight originally, he's now put he's now put a good pile on, and he's really honest about it when he talks to you about it, and it makes him really human and totally fascinating, and also he sings a bit as well, and you can't knock a man for that. So this is my talk with Kieran, Kieran Goff, who runs swimming classes in Aberconboy Rugby Club in Aberdeen in the Cannon Valley. Trust me, you are going to fall in love with him. Hi, welcome to Heavy. With me is Kieran Goff, a man who has lost half his body weight. Can I just say one word to you? How? <laughs> oh, that's a, do you know that's a bloody good question. It's a big question, off, isn't it? it? Is, yeah. Because you want to. I think if you think how. So it's more why, is it? Yeah, I think that what what sort of brings you into want to lose weight. How? Well, obviously, Slimming World. Obviously, you have to have the right... Other weight loss plans are available. You <laughs> kind of get that one in there. Yeah. You have to have something that you can live with. Because to lose weight, you've got to reduce your calorie intake or expend more calories. Or Never? Who knew? Is it eat less and move more? Well, not eat less. Eat more of the right foods oh, and move more okay, often. <laughs> right, so, so let's go back then. I mean, you look fabulous now, Thank handsome you. boy. Loving it. But let's go back to the beginning then. Were you... A fat kid like me? Yes and no. Right, what do you mean? Quite slim up until the age of 10, 11. Yeah. Then comprehensive school. Then I grew. As I grew taller, I grew wider. Okay, so what was the catalyst for that then? Was it just sausage rolls or did was there something emotionally going on? I think it was a multitude of things in the melting pot. There was puberty, which I think is a massive one growing up and kind of how you feel about yourself. Mm. Um, there's your own awareness that obviously being gay, I think that was a no, yeah, can you I, believe no, it? I would never have. No, no I know. you Even came in, yeah, away. you came in and sprayed Chanel. <laughs> Don't tell people, <laughs> right? Gay, okay, yeah. Um, other brands are available. Um, <laughs> not having much money as a family, I think that definitely, do you know, when you think even now more healthy food is naturally more expensive. Yes. So you think go back 20 years, 
how much more expensive healthy food would have been then where it was cheaper to buy ready meals in Tesco's or Iceland and not really nutritious. So your mum and dad then would, w- weren't the best kind of cooks or weren't the best kind of cooks to, I don't know, to keep the weight down? Because it was just easy to, to buy bulk I think or because buy nobody bad. worked nine till five. No. So and, circumstance. Yeah, so I think the whole family dining table kind of thing, well, we never had that because we all came in at different times. My school was an hour's bus journey away. My sister was 10 minutes away. Mum would be in work. Dad would be in work. And we'd all come in at different times. So I think it was, especially comprehensive school, you became very self-sufficient and a facita. So in what way were you fussy? What wouldn't you have? And like, I still, still want no fruit. Can't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> but you're so fruity yourself. What's wrong with you, man? I know, but I'm not. Um, <laughs> but no, just I can't bear the texture of fruit. Mm. Do you know the thought of having to eat something I didn't like? Is it like a, a no-no? Do you know why I'm the same though? I can't touch an avocado. And I've never had a peach. Oh, so. Do you know what I mean? We used to play this game in, uh, in, in my old job and we'd say, Anna, what haven't you had? Like the generation game, like I haven't had a peach, I haven't had a plum, I haven't had a pear, I haven't had fish. Oh, there's a good time. Yeah, or a lamb chop. <laughs> so were you, were you very much like that? Very much so. Because I will not eat... There's only two fruits that I would eat at, at a push if I had to, and there's a grape and a, an orange. <laughs> and has someone got to feed you then? Are you lying I have, spine? I have to be really hungry. You do, With desperate. no viable alternative. You play footsie with me under the table. Oh, right. Yeah. With brief. no viable alternative. <laughs> so, right. I know from reading up a bit about you, Kieran, that it was December the 3rd, 2010, that you first went into a diet class. Is that right? The first time I ever walked into Slimming World. Slimming World. So you tried other ones before, did you? Yeah. And like what? What type of diets? Go on, list them all. We've Should got we enough go time. For it? So we've got a cabbage soup diet. I mean, do you remember that one? Yeah. I can still smell it on yeah. the Yeah. Oh day. dear God. Uh, There's the... a slighter whiff about it. But you know, I got it Yeah, cabbage soup. Cabbage soup. There was Weight Watchers. Snap. Atkins. Snap. Back to Weight Watchers. Snap. Um, then. So there were two tablets, Zenacol Oral Stacks. Zena. Everything Glow Orange. Yeah. Glow Orange. Glow. Glow. Glowed orange. Uh, um, ladies and gentlemen, um, if you don't know what that means, this is a fat-busting pill. So if you eat too much flat, fat, you go to the toilet, orange. Yeah. Yeah. So it has yes. to go somewhere. Yeah, I had that. And then there was one, Reductal. Yeah, I had that. Which reduced your appetite. Didn't work for me. Did you try Ducan when that came out? I couldn't understand that. It was too complicated. It is complicated. Oh, I can't be too What's a that? Gillette? I thought that was like a waistcoat. I thought it was a razor. I don't know. Anyway, you had to eat them, didn't you, every day? I still don't yeah, know. Yeah, I know. Like <laughs> it's like a pancake made of bran. It's, fu- it's, it's funny, because like, when I walked into Slimming World, it was the only one that was like, oh, actually, it's normal food. Don't get me wrong, you've got you've to, like, with any diet plan, you've got to change things. But it was the one that felt like, oh, actually, I could probably cook that. Okay. Can I take you back, though, to when you were in school and you said you started to get a little bit bigger... Mm. At what point did you start to feel self-conscious? Or weren't you self-conscious and just maybe someone said something to you or perhaps you didn't have that happen to you? How did you get to the point where you think, hang on now, this might be a little bit of a problem? Was it because you couldn't get a school uniform or, I don't know, couldn't do your daps up ready for, for the gym? Well, I, what never was did, it? I never did PE. Why? Never. I, the, the, the thought... 
Oh, and me, why put a kid through it? Dear God. <laughs> this is yeah. true, though. Yeah, it, it is, of course it is. No, I never did pee. I always had a bad leg, bad toe, bad mm. chest, doctor's appointment, dentist. Period. Appointment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every, every time, you know, it was terrible. You know, every 28 days, it kept for me. It's cruel. Every 28 minutes. Um, so I never did, never did pee. I think, I suppose, going into, into uh, comprehensive school, my uniform came from Burton's menswear at age 11. Yep. So at age 11, a 34-inch waist, I kind of, I thought that was quite impressive because yep. I was growing quite into a big man. I was 11 and like, gosh, I must have been about 14 stone then. Really, how quickly you can... I was exactly the same as you. I went to comprehensive school and my uniform was from Evans. And it just never came out of it? No. Well, that never came out in school either. That was kind of, I think that was what, I was more conscious about sexuality than about size than about my size so I think if I really if you really like I think everything's like an onion you've got to really peel back layers into yeah, yeah. into everything and the psychology of it the knowing that I was attracted to men yeah. I was in an old boys school not stereotyping and that's a smorgasbord of I, possibilities <laughs> there isn't there <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. how many are married now um, <laughs> it's Aberdeer for you anyway go on <laughs> <laughs> how interesting but I just remember that it was very much I never went out with any anyone I was in school with right so it was kind of school eat home yes and that was the cycle so not like where most kids would go out and play yeah or not not so much at that age but you'd end up in a park on a Friday night with a bottle of Mad Dog 2020 and a cheap bottle of White Lightning uh-huh. I never did that what did you do then did you hide nothing just watch telly yeah so very sedentary, very, very much. I didn't move. I went to school and I came home. So was right, let me get my head around this then. So was that to do with, I don't know, your size or feeling limited? Or were you depressed? Or were you just trying to deny that you were attracted to men or boys? All what of it. was it? So and it, it, and all it, and of it, it became uh, how each one fed the next. So knowing that I was gay meant, well, I'm, I'm not going out because people will know which meant you had a very, very small circle of friends in school, so you were bullied because of that, which then meant if you were bullied in school because you were gay, mm. well, you never went out then, outside your front door, because, of course, if it happens at school, it's going to happen anywhere, isn't it? Yeah. So then you just eat, 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 eat. So you eat down your emotions? Yeah, back then, definitely. I probably did all through... Because I didn't come out, believe it or not, you know... I, was, I don't believe it. Whatever you're going to say now, I just don't believe it. 28. Seriously, had people met you before 28? Yeah, definitely. It wasn't the best kept secret. I ran a theatre really? school for eight years. <laughs> you did? You ran a theatre school I and you stayed and you had great hair and people didn't know. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> Nobody ever knew. Nobody ever knew. But I think that's self-acceptance, how you almost bury things away. So tell me then, right, about self-acceptance. Could you have accepted yourself as a, a happy, fat gay man? Now I could. Okay, so are you the same size now as you were when you lost half your body weight? Have you put any no. on? Oh gosh, I put it all back on at one point. Have you? How, how do you reconcile that with being a? Because because Kieran, you should know, um, runs a whole lot of uh, diet classes in the Cannon Valley in Wales, and you also you train other people to run classes as yeah, well, don't you? Yeah, so, done that. So you're a figurehead. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> but obviously, because you put weight on then, and you, you're very honest about your background or whatever, Definitely. you're um, a very human figure. Do you know, just not someone goes, look at me, look how thin I am, look how successful I am. You're very, very human I think, about it. Yeah, I think you have to be. I think 
it's not just losing weight, is it? That's there's far more with weight loss. It's the psychology for me that is something that fascinates me with people, how people react to different things, and gosh, I wish I'd never put the weight back on. Has that made me a better support mechanism? I bet it has. Because I get, you know, I've you have people join my classes where some of them are 18, 19, some of them are 13, 14 years of age. You have people who are 70, 75. And they all come with baggage about how they feel about themselves. So is it important to you to get to know them as individuals? Without a doubt, without a doubt. Because unlike T-shirts, right, one size doesn't fit all, does it, with diets? (laughs) Definitely. It it definitely, even with our plan, it has to be changed in terms of I don't like fruit you might love fruit <laughs> do you know what I mean it has to be adaptable and you have to we don't have much motivation as people no 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 we can't give up food otherwise we'll die so it's not like things like smoking or alcoholism alcohol or drugs or whatever or drugs yeah. which can be taken away and you'll be alright we have to eat what makes us eat chocolate what makes people drink wine what makes people choose in mad moments it can feel like insanity mm. you've got to help on with that you've got to help people actually see that wonderful if you all came in and lost £10 a week but actually that's never going to happen I would far rather have a group full of people who lose a pound a week every week which is if you want to lose more you can but that gives you more of a lifestyle more of a yeah, more, you're living. Yeah. You're living, but you're looking after yourself at the same Definitely, time. Definitely, because when people say, I want to live my life, well, yeah, but do you want to live your life and stay the size you are, or do you want to live your life and lose weight through the process? I think it's a key thing. I think we get very skewed in our belief of, yeah, but I've got to have a night off. So how much weight have you put back on? Um, at one point, the lot, 10 stone, 10 stone have gone back on. Shut up. Nah. How did that happen then? Happy. Oh, that's interesting. Oh. So you happy now? Well, I'm not now. I'm single. <laughs> oh, so you back on at you? Well, I kind of have, yeah, because I've done, I've lost two stone ten in eleven weeks. Yeah. Which is like, well, I say I'm put all back on. I've still, so I'm still six stone lighter now. Really, if I think, so I want to lose another four stone to get me back to my slimmest. Am I happy now? I'm me. And I've come to learn that it doesn't matter whether I'm 14 stone, 16 stone, 18 stone, 28 stone. I've come to learn that actually my weight bears nothing on me as a person. It should never define you as a person. Ah, see, this is where we differ a little bit because I've always been fat and I've just had weight loss surgery. I've had a gastric bypass. So, what, right, what's the difference between the bypass and this might sound thing? I know the band obviously is a band that goes around. So the bypass does what? It just like makes your stomach. Say your stomach's the size of a melon, now it's the size of one of your fabled grapes. Right, okay. So it lim- really limits the amount of food you can have. So at the minute, I'm just enjoying uh, brackets, uh, not really. Um, I'm enjoying um, like liquids. So all you can have oh. is liquids. And then after you've been on that for a few weeks, you can go on to pureed foods. My so mother when is. When did you have it? Huh? When did you have the surgery? Uh, like about uh, four weeks this coming Monday. Shut and I've lost 31.6 pounds. And no bugger has noticed. I know. My mother Sorry. says to me, "No, it's fine." My mother says, "Oh, wait till it's four stone, love." I'm like, four stone? What am I gonna do?" But you know, it was right for me, and I'm a great believer in body autonomy. Yeah. I've tried 
the things that you've been going through and I put on the weight again I've got depressed about it and I'm in this I'm in this circle I'm in this rut and I just thought you know what I want to do something I could afford to do it that's going to take choice away from me because apparently it does take your hunger gene because I don't even know what hunger is to be perfectly honest with you I've just et because I've got yeah. no stop function I'm exactly the same no stop I wanted to do something eventually that you know if I wanted to have a healthy mean that would be fine mm. if I wanted to have four packs of crisps because I was hungry that would be fine yeah. or not I wanted it to just not matter do you know what I mean yeah and I wish I could do it in the way I've tried the way that you've done it and it hasn't worked for me. But the whole point of this pod- podcast is that I, I, I want to talk to people who've lost weight and ones who don't give mm. a bugger, ones who've had surgery, ones who would never have it in a million years. I think we're all, I've, and I've met loads of people that have become close to surgery, been offered surgery and lost weight and then kind of, and I'm thinking of people in my head now that I could just like, and, I, and I obviously for confidentiality, I can't mention names and things. And there's just this one lady that was was accepted NHS for uh, a gastric band. And she was like, no, I want to do it without it. And then she's gone on to lose 10 stone, but she's got another 10 stone to lose. But no, that kind of halfway through mark mm. where it feels again all encompassing and suffocating with food. And God, I, I think it's a brave thing to do. But you know what, right? People have said to me, I think you're so brave. And I, I just don't understand that, really. In what way? Because I think, well, really, it's quite desperate, isn't it? And I thought to myself, do you know what? It was £8,000. People are going <gasps> all over the world now. Um, £8,000 of my own money. And do you know what? I never paid for myself to go on holidays. I lost interest in clothes and stuff. I just couldn't be asked to do anything. I had the money there, and I'd been to see about it loads of times, and I just thought, right... I'm going to do it. My husband said to me, think how many hours you could get with a personal trainer. Think how many hours you could get with a nu- nutritionist. I've got a balcony. I'd like to jump. No. Because I. No. that's not my thing. No, it's not my Definitely thing at all. Me. I, I don't think it's brave. I think it's desperate. And I'm lucky in that it didn't, I didn't have any side effects or anything like that. So, you know. But it's, that's my story, isn't it? And it yeah. might not work, but I hope it does. I looked up my app on the phone, right, where you could put, like, however you are since you, like, did your your, your diet for the pre-op and that kind of stuff. And you've got to do a thing called um, LSD, which isn't a little black dress, right? It's a liver-shrinking diet because apparently your liver's huge if you're fat. And for the doctors to cut you and everything, you need to shrink your liver. So you have to go on, like, you know, liquid diet for two weeks. So from that point until now... Um, I've lost 31.6 pounds and I looked at the thing on my app and it says 138.6 to go yes 136 oh my god can you believe it it's still so much more isn't it it's like never ending does that does that does that feel scary though in your nah nah not really it's a life it's a life thing isn't it and it should that's what people say don't they when they successfully lose weight you change your lifestyle you change maybe how you look at yourself and how you look at food definitely definitely but I think it's it's almost psychosomatic in the, the same respect, though. So to push back on that, whilst, yeah, it becomes a lifestyle, I spent 28 years of the old habits, the old grooves, and I've only spent, what, seven, eight years of the it's new nothing. grooves. So actually, mm. my natural default is back the old way. Of course it is. And, and I don't know this as a question for you, like... How many people have the gastric bypass then regain the weight? I think quite a lot. Mm. I think quite you know a why? lot because they well they try and cheat it because you're supposed to have say you're supposed to have pureed food, mm. and some people will puree ice cream. 
or they, you know, you're supposed to have liquids like a shake or whatever, you know. And some people would go to McDonald's and have a strawberry milkshake. It's full of fat, isn't it? Full of sugar. So that's how you cheat it. But I think out of all the different methods you can have, like the band, the sleeve, and abject misery, having your bloody jaws wired, I think the gastric bypass has the the biggest success rate. But it's not foolproof. It's a tool. Yeah. Can I take you back to um, to school again? Yeah. And um, were you into performing arts? Because you seem such. I hate people who say this. God, you're so bubbly. Or when they say to you, "Oh, you got a lovely face. It's such a shame. You're fat." But you are. You're really bubbly. You're really, you're really outgoing or whatever. So you you wanted to be a performer. Well, that's a kind of. Yes, I would have loved to have been on stage, but of course, at my height, my which weight, is which is six foot one. Ooh, I'm very dark, tall, dark, handsome. You, I can testify. <laughs> I'll pay you later. <laughs> Um, but I was never going to be able to be on a professional theatre stage. Well, as someone told you that you never would be, you wouldn't stand a hope in hell, or your mind? Mind, my own mind. You convinced yourself that because you were tall, you were big, you were gay, possibly? I I don't know, never stand a chance, yeah. And I think that was compounded by the thought of, because at that point, you were like, Royal College of... Music and, drama. Music and yeah. drama or London. There was no bridged gap in between. There was no Gamta. There was no, you know, the atrium or nothing like that. We could never afford that as a family. You know, I didn't know nothing about student finance then. It was all another world. And I was like, oh, well, you're never going to go there mm. anyway. So take it out. So kind of, you have to close your mind off to it. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. And... It was back in, it was 2010, when, like, I'd done local theatre and... So you'd done Amdram and done stuff. Done Amdram, loved it, run my own theatre school for kids, loved that, adored that. And Karen McIntosh was relaunching the 25th anniversary tour of Les Miserables. Oh, say that again in Les French. Les Miserables. <laughs> um, Les Mis. If you're from Tontig. Yeah. <laughs> if you're from Tontig, like that. And it was open auditions down the Wales Millennium Centre. Oh, right. How long, how long ago was this? So 2009. Okay. I'm sure it was kind of circa, circa that point. I hadn't joined Slim and World. So it was either just, it was definitely before it. And like, there were loads of amateur dramatics. You know, people that I knew were like, we're all going to go and audition for Lemmys. Because it kind of grew massive interest, of course it would. But, you know, stood there in front of all those people, like, in the queue, just to get in. I was like, oh, you stand no bloody chance. Because they were all slim. Regardless of vocal ability, acting ability, all of that stuff, it centred more around how you looked. And how heavy were you then? Well, this was 24 stone something. Yeah. Because I kind of, I remember being weighed in the GP at 23 stone 10. And then I never weighed after that. Never the weighing scales in the house. So I never kind of, I never knew how big was big, how big was my biggest. I can only ever go to 24 stone and mm. know that. And then I don't know how much more. And it probably went right up. So it was a 56 inch waist at a point. Oh, that's a bloody big waist. Mm. Um, that's professional, isn't it? That, that's that, a proper size. Old bought and oh, paid for. Oh, yes. But I remember going then like, the year later, so it must have been 2009, the year later, in 2010, yeah, no, I was right, 2009 was the auditions, and, you know, everybody had to hand in a headshot, and you had to sign all this stuff and that, 
and never heard nothing, never thought of nothing, like, happy days, move on with life in it. And it kind of sits in the subconscious, stuff like that. It does. It's bound to sit there and think, oh, well, I wonder why I didn't. What if we do are, as people, we, we dream of it. There's nothing wrong with that. We are dreamers. And when I went to watch the production, the most startling point of all of it was everybody on that stage, male, was the same height and looked the same. So there was no you on that stage. So there was no you that maybe had a better voice or, no, I don't know, God. had bigger hair. God no, knows what it is. Everybody had to fit a... Cookie cutter. Mm, yeah. And it was like a punch in the stomach. If, if, if it was a... You know when you feel like someone's punching in the stomach and the wind has just gone out of you and you're like... I was like, oh my God. So at what point then did you think, maybe my weight is to blame and what do I do about it? Well, I met after, because I, f- I had two f- friends in the production. So two friends had gone in so we're from Aberdeen. Um, and I met uh, one of them after... And my favourite singer, John Owen Jones. He oh, was, I know. He was playing the Phantom. Ball. Was it? Was oh, but he was a Phantom though, wasn't yeah, he? Phantom. Yeah. So the youngest Phantom, youngest Valjean, fantastic singer, lovely guy as well. And I had a photo with him after, and it was a shock. When you saw yourself next yeah. to him, because I thought I looked lovely. My hair was straightened because <laughs> this is when everyone had mushroom makeups. So I, I, I'm hang on. What's a mushroom makeup? You know, when your head looks like a mushroom. I hate. don't, but I'm going to Google it, right? Google it. Oh, Google to the, it. is it like to the side yeah, or whatever? Yeah, like a Lego haircut. Mushroom makeup, oh, Lego haircut, that kind of look. Like your envisage from the 80s. Yes. Okay. I don't remember that. I'm not old enough. Um, he does, yeah. But being looking at that photo, and I thought I looked stunning. Mm. You know, I thought I looked lovely. I had a nice waistcoat on, nice shirt, nice tie. That's like 210 Tess. When I look at the photo now... It's bonk, unbelievable, and, and and what? Because you think you actually looked all right, or because you think you look worse, or why is it unbelievable now? Do you know? Look at, I was never aware of how big I was. Okay, because I, I look back at pictures of myself sometimes, and I think to myself, oh, why didn't I just accept myself the way I was at that point? But when I look back, I think, oh God, you were big, or you were massive, or God, you're ugly, you haven't got it going on, or whatever. And looking back, I just think. No, you you was all right. You were all that you could be at that time. Why couldn't you have just been accepting? And then you get fatter. Yeah. And then yeah, it starts true. again, doesn't it? The spiral starts again. It was interesting because I look at I look at the photo now and I, and I kind of wish somebody had said. Oh, do you though? Mm, Seriously. Yeah. So if, if I knew you and I was a friend and I saw that picture, I certainly wouldn't look at you, and say to you, "Oh, you want to do something, Kieran? Man, look at the size of you." Seriously, you... I, you can't I, say it. Why would you do it? Out. It's cruel. It is cruel, but I kind of would have hoped... Would have hoped somebody would have... Do you know, like, from desperation... Who problems. would have, though? Who would have said that to you? Would your mother have said it? Do you know it? if mum had said it, or dad? But why didn't they say it? Have you ever asked them that question? Why didn't they say, hang on, you need to do something, boy? They would never have said it, because to them, of course, it doesn't matter what you look like. Well, yeah, you're, you're their baby. Yeah. Of course and you I are. am the baby, the youngest. Of so, how many? Three. And have they all got weight problems? Uh, my sister will kill me for saying My sister does, both of us. But if you saw my mother, was mum. Mum is 66 and still nine stone. Oh, yeah, I was born now. Yeah, my left leg is now. Yeah. Um, my dad is 67 and he's about 11 stone. They're tiny. My brother is 44 and, and like a Greek god in terms of physique. <laughs> Bitch. Um... <laughs> So I don't know what happened with my sister and I, but we were blessed. 
sadly, you know, but yeah. I, I don't think it is in your genes. I think it's more than that. There, there may be an element to it, but I don't I think there's, I think there's more to it, to weight than that. How did you go from um, a boy that went to Slimming World and lost half his body weight? And yeah, okay, put some on, but that's fine. I think yeah. that's human. That, make, that makes it a brilliant, brilliant actually. And I, I would rather that myself if I went to a swimming class than someone who just stood there in a bikini who wants that, right? Don't, you know, I thought I don't oh my God, no, don't do that. Um, how do you get from that point to being um, man of the year at your swimming club? to being a gold consultant for Slimming World, which means you're in the top 90 in the UK and there's probably millions of Slimming World consultants. You know, it's bonkers when people say it like that. It's but not, it is, it's, it's cause incredible. Because I, I just stand there and do what I love doing. I love helping people and that sounds cliche and all that stuff, but actually I'm genuinely interested because I've been through that, how I, how it feels at your lowest ebb. You're going through it yeah. now, aren't you? And But it's, it, it's an exciting time to be going through it again because... Having regained, you know, quite a large part of the weight that I'd lost initially, I'd stand up there some weeks and be like, oh, I don't want to be doing this. Because I'm talking to them about, you know, making better choices. And, and you're making chip ones. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm getting bigger <laughs> and bigger through the process. But they can see that you're human, though, doing it, surely. Well, do you know what? I said that to a woman in Asda once. Because she came up to me and she went, oh, you were enjoying your life, you know, you put some weight back Oh, thank on. you very much for that, love. I was like, oh, thanks, love. You look, yeah, thanks. Look, look at her face on it. I know. I thought, no, don't say nothing, because I can't, because I have to be very aware if I defended her. Yeah. It tells her to tell a friend. It's not cruel. Uh, it's cruel, isn't it? So why do it? And I said, yeah, I said, but the thing is, I'm human. She went, I can pinch you and punch you and tell if you're human. I thought, oh, you cold-hearted cow. <laughs> I love mincing past the checkout now that she's on. I go, yeah. Mm. yeah, I bet. Yeah, no, you still fat, love. But it's... It's bonkers because I just am generally interested in helping people being there now and talking about it. You know, my excitement is probably doing everyone's head in because I feel in that because you feel electric when you lose weight. Do you know when that scales number goes down? Yes, I do. It's it is electrifying. No matter how the week has gone, you feel this. It's like ah. Oh. You feel light. I want. I don't want to say lighter, but you just feel. Do you know? For me, I don't know about you, but I just feel capable in that moment of something I'm i don't doing know what something. i'm doing something i'm proud of me yeah for probably one of the first times in in the last sort of four years that i felt oh because i can win any accolade in slim world that means nothing really in the grand in the grand scheme of life in the grand scheme of the world being a, a gold consultant in slim world being group of the year having been a trainer and all of that stuff it means nothing what i want to do is give people the chance to accept themselves however that is whether they're a mum dad auntie uncle whatever is for them to do you know what when I take my bra off in the night or I mm. take my clothes off or I put something on for a night out I don't have to go oh god do I look alright good mm. actually no this fits nice I like this you feel capable that in that yeah, minute that, that you can just face the world and you're in control of it and it's fine absolutely you haven't got a but I, I, I've got this thing right that if I see stairs I have to pretend I've got a broken foot because I'm thinking I ain't going up those buggers mm. Because I can't, and it then makes me miserable. And then I start spinning out in my mind about, oh, look at you again, you know, what, why haven't you solved this, you know? And I think sometimes it's, it's just self-critic, not... self-critic, the guilt. Self-critic, jabber, 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 keeping on in the back of my mind. It's the, the, the massive one, that being able to free yourself of that guilt is one of the most important parts. Someone the other week asked me, um, now I've had this weight loss surgery, yeah. is that going to make you happy then if you're a size 10? 
couple of things there, right? Number one, there's not a size 10 in me crying to get out. Um, But there's not. Um, There's probably a size 16 in me waiting to get out. And is it going to make me happy? Probably not. I've got, I think I've got a leak in my head, you know, where, you know, happiness is relative, isn't it? And I don't think my weight is completely linked to it, but I believe that my self-esteem is linked. You like you more. Yes. And when you like yourself more, you like more people around yeah. you. You've got to, you have to learn to love yourself. Oh, I can feel a Whitney Houston song coming on. I really can. We always hate grapes. But it's so true, isn't it? You do, like, I kind of went from being single for the majority of my life. I met my, my ex-partner, Scott. Um, and we had, a, we had a fantastic five years together. You know, initially, of course, I was very, look at me, I've lost all this weight. Look of how successful I am. And we did loads together. We did. Um, and then I became obviously more involved in Slimming World as a manager and all that stuff. But the regaining of the weight definitely brought a challenge in the relationship because I didn't want to go back out again. I didn't want to go on nights out and go... We don't ever go for food because I liked eating. I never didn't like eating. Didn't like clubbing. Didn't like. When I used to be in Pulse every Friday night, do you know what I mean? When I was when I was single. Well, but 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 this is this is such a true point, and I and I think for me it's the it's the bit that I've had to rationalise as a, as a human. At my slimmest, I loved going out to Cardiff. I loved going to Churchill Way, and you would be like a ping pong ball between Kings, Wow, Pulse, uh, all uh, other gay clubs are available. Um, you've got <laughs> not as good though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not really saying anything. Um, met Scott, we had the most fun. We would do anything, we would go anywhere, but we'd stopped going out. We only ever went out, him and I together, for food. Going out and having to buy clothes was torture. Mm-hmm. I would have a strop, or he would have a strop, or we would just argue, became more and more miserable in ourselves. The the self-critic, that is always there, it is, and it sits there, and you have to be aware when you say to yourself, oh, fuck, what have you done? Why have you put the weight back on? And then you're saying to yourself, yeah, but it's normal. Yeah, but why have you done it? Look at the state of it. Constant chatter. God, and it's like you have to declutter yeah. that. It's relentless, isn't it? It's exhausting. It's so so tiring. So what can can I ask you? What was the what was the cause of your relationship breakup then? Was it because of the weight, or oh, did you just your world get smaller and you just weren't the same people then? We weren't the same people at the end. As much as and I love the bones of him, I think he's the most wonderful person. I wouldn't say that to his face. Um, but and he is special. And he always will be. I'll always love him. <laughs> I'll, I'll always be a part of him. Isn't it? But what was unbelievable was we'd been apart a couple of weeks and I thought right I'm going out to Cardiff I thought well I need to go out there I haven't been out there for ages you know you've got to get under someone to get over someone and <laughs> I know I've know. i never heard that word before. someone gave me a t-shirt printed <laughs> it's good isn't it yeah I love that and I was stood in Pulse and I was on a lovely night and it was wonderful because it, this was before I'd started losing weight again and I could have had a choice of people not like people are meet, but there wasn't short of, of yeah, offers. offers. Oh, interest in you. And what that did for me was like, actually, my weight, whilst it would make me feel nicer if I was slimmer, to the general public, it means bugger, bugger all. all. Bugger all. And that, for me, has been 
it's how I feel about myself. So if you stayed the way you are now, and do you mind me asking you however you are now? Just in the 18 stone range. <gasps> I'm 18 seven. Upper or lower? You're, you're lower than me, you witch. Am I? <laughs> you fat cow. <laughs> you lardy ass. Yeah, go and have a shake. Yeah. <laughs> I love a chip. <laughs> but what if you stayed that weight now then? You know, would, would it be all right? Do you know Are you that? in a place now? Yeah, I'm in a good place for myself. And that is just such that it's lush. It's so nice to feel, I don't care. It's like the shirt I got today, I bought it and it would never fit. I know when you have a shirt that kind of like sits in the cupboard in the ocean, I go, I'd like to pull that on. Well, I've got a fat wardrobe and a wardrobe and then, you know, um, a dreamy wardrobe. Yeah. And well, I, I don't go in two of those places. That's one of my Vivian Westwood shirts. And it wouldn't, there was no way it was ever going to fit. Do you know the fact of being able to pull that on this week and wear oh, that's it? That's amazing. The and scent. it's an oversized shirt. So doesn't matter, does it? But it's meant to look oversized. The problem is when I bought it, it looked like it fitted. Yeah. Look like, it looked look skinny ribbed, did it? Yeah, does that make sense? And that, that, oh, was, yeah. that was the problem. And I, and I just think, do you know what? I'm in such a good place with it. And, and I will lose more weight, but actually, I'm having the time of my life. You know, I'm enjoying myself going out again. Weight doesn't really need to. For a lot of us, it becomes all encompassing. It stops people going on holidays. It stops people having photos with the children. And I and I think that brings the self-critic. Your self-esteem is affected by it, and that's the damage. It's not the fact that you were overweight. It's what it stopped you doing, and you feel guilty because of what it stopped you doing. And actually, we're helping people flip that on its head and dealing with it. You know, you might not have been able to do it, but what can you do now? How many people have you helped? Do you think? Are you like Mother Teresa level? <laughs> There's 400 people in any one week that walk through the doors. And gosh, if I think about it from when I started, well, it was in my sixth year. There's thousands. And if they ask you questions like, are you all right the way you are now that you've put a bit of weight on? Are you just happy to talk about that yeah, and just I, say, how, how, do, how does that not sit with the fact that you are a consultant and you do lead a team of people in Slimming World? Because I think that is bloody great. I think it's so refreshing and I, I kind of love you for it. It's, uh, thank you. When, when people say it to me and they're like, you know that there's people out there who are unhappy in themselves. So they've joined your group and, uh, and they've, um, or they've sort of watched on Facebook and gone, oh, he's poor weight Dom. But they almost say that sometimes to relieve the pressure from themselves. Because obviously, the most people that comment on your weight are struggling themselves. As members in the group, or groups, well, I just talk about, I just talk about it so, and I always have so honestly, as in like, when somebody says something like, oh my God, I felt terrible on Friday night. I, 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 you know, I had two biscuits. I'm like, oh, sorry, <laughs> I'll have two packs. Because I think it's normal. People need to feel that actually struggling with your weight is normal. There are less active jobs, technological advances, the, the the cultural mismatches. It's so easy. It's not our fault that we put weight on now, but culture will tell you that's what to do. Yeah, my stomach would tell me to do that. Like every morning I was in the habit of, and I just found it comforting, of having um, a skinny coffee but having two croissants, yeah. putting them in two separate bags of mine so I could pretend in my head, or if anyone asked me in the street, who's that one's else. for? Asked my friend Janet. I don't know anyone called Janet. But I would do it because I thought other people do it. Why can't I get away with it then? You, I can't. My body's not made for it. Same thing when um, 
the chippy for me. Like like some chips, do you? I love chips. What do you have? What's your order? What's your dream order in the chip shop? Oh, if there's a dream order, it's a jumbo sausage and butter. No jokes. Um, chips, <laughs> gravy, oh, and proper white bread and butter. I'm a carb fiend. Yeah. Well, but I go to um, a chippy by me. A lovely chippy. I don't know if you've seen it. Penlulin's famous fish and chips. Oh, they always win awards, don't they? Well, yeah. Well, I'm, And Lee's a lovely, lovely guy and, and the team that he works there. But he does, uh, well, he does a oven chip. So it's cooked with a low-calorie uh, oil, and they, they are absent there and then. So in terms of our plan, they fit, and it's lush. Um, that man deserves a medal uh, size of a frying no, pan that, for doing that. the prices up. Oh, yeah. Um, but I used to buy, you know, going back, even when i become a consultant again, when I was a consultant and I'd regained weight, I'd go in the chippy and I'd go, can I have two small bags of chips? Can you wrap them together, please? So when I go in the house, I take up the two bits of grease proof, and it looked like I had one. Oh, we cheating? I I would do Myself. stuff like that. Yeah, cheating yourself. Christmas times always the best. Quality streets, <laughs> and full of roses, in your dressing gown pocket, which you hang up on the bathroom door. I've never needed so many peas in a day. <laughs> Every time I go up, I unravel another sweet and eat it. You know, I only had two today as well within my sins. But we, as people, because we feel ashamed that we like chocolate, and ultimately, for me, it it always comes back to. We will be overweight if we consume more calories than what our basal metabolic rate tells us that we need to take in. So if we take in too many calories, we're going to store it somewhere. Kieran, I've got to say that I think you're, to quote Mariah Carey, a hero, to me, you're a proper hero and an inspiration. Really, and we've got a lovely face as well, haven't we? Oh, we've got a lovely face. Before we go, um, tell everyone where your classes are now, people can join. Uh, so, and I will say this honestly, it's not just my group. Any Slim and World consultant out there wants to help people as well. It's why we do what we do. I run groups in Aberdeen, but there's a team of consultants around me that will help you. The most important is, is that people get to a group. Because if you could have done it on your own, you would have done it by now. done it by now, yeah. Get to a group, join, go to slimworld.co.uk, find your neatest group, find a day and time that works for you, and I would far rather somebody join Slimming World. If one person joined from this, by listening to this, and they lose half a stone, then fantastic, that's that's what I want to do. Where are yours? Um, Aberdeen, Aberdeen Boy Rugby Club. <laughs> See, because people think that, people do think, oh, you must be really big-headed. I'm not, I'd rather people just join Slimming World, because... The misery of some of the diets that we've talked about, like loosely today, I just think people need to know that there are options and you've got to try every avenue. Just give it a go. But the lightest I've ever been in a couple of years actually was 18 stone two, and that was after Slimming World, and I loved it. And I, I finished on, say, the Monday, and I knew a holiday was coming up on the Saturday. We got the train to London, and I said to my very slim husband, up the buffet cast, you took on the egg sandwiches, get me a pack of crisps and some cravers and a full fat cork. Because I knew I was on holiday, so I just went the other way. And I went the other way too much. I fell off the wagon face first and never went back. But I can honestly say that it worked for me. Granted I've had weight loss surgery now, but yeah. I thought it was it thought it was great. And it, it, it is easy. Well, any plan is easy. I think you have to be in the right headspace and that's where the group kicks in, that's where image therapy is, that's what it's about. It's not just sitting there clapping for each other. It's about actually, what has that person done this week that I need to learn from? I might not be struggling with it now, but I don't know, in six months, six years' time, might that problem hit me? Right, well, I need to I need to learn about it now to protect myself. 
It's all about you. It's all about you. It's all about the city. <laughs> can we have another one with us about Yeah, songs? we can. We just do six. <laughs> Thanks, Kieran. No, you're welcome. Thank you.